Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
I want to know, because we was on mute when we were talking. I got LP on the line. I want to know, did you see any of that impeachment trial, or you just didn't pay attention to it, especially when uh, the professor was talking, Professor Carlisle? Who are you talking to? I'm only talking to you. Me and you the only ones on the line. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, what did you think when she said, uh, because this is what I started with, Trump can have a son named Baron, but he can't make him a Baron. And then Melania Trump came back saying that a minor child deserves privacy and should be kept out of politics. Pamela Carline, Carline you should be ashamed of your very angry and obvious bias of public pandering and using the child to do so. What did you think of this craziness? Because I already said why I don't like Melania Trump. I didn't say she was a stripper, too. Okay. <laughs> well, she, well, basically with her, it's just like uh, her husband, she needs to pay attention to that with her husband because her husband has used Barron's name so many times in the tax shelters and everything. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So it was going to come around anyway then, right? Oh, yes, yes. Do you think she had a right to be mad, though? Mm, uh, possibly, yeah. But, yeah but, they, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like she was talking about her son straight up. Oh, no, she wasn't talking about her son straight up. It's just the name. Yeah, she mentioned his name. Uh-huh. Okay, uh. D.C. neighborhood voted to rename the street in front of the Sade ambassador named the street for Jamal Khashoggi, the the journalist from uh, Washington Post that was killed uh, allegedly by the Sade. Is that uh is that goose for the gander too? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. I wonder how they're gonna feel going if we on the same street as the dude that y'all was supposedly killed. That that don't that that ain't gonna taste right going to work then. They might close the capacity down. They might close their close it down. Just because of that. What? 
Well, I mean, you remember with uh, uh, Trump's friend overseas, uh, 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 what was his name, Benyatin Yahoo, how he was going to name a street after Trump. So the world is messed up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree with you on that. Okay, the next one. Uh, Dorsey Bank executive who signed off on Trump's loan commits suicide. Thomas Bowers died November 19th. He was 55. His wife had mysteriously died in 2017 from unknown causes. He hung himself. He had left the bank in 2015. Do you think this has something to do with the guiltiness of them, uh, you know, doing some underhanded stuff for Trump with the bank? Yes, most definitely. Ain't nothing but guilt. To hang yourself, though? <laughs> yeah. You had other people sit in their cars, and I think it was for Enron. He sat in his car, and he went and killed himself. He shot himself. So, I mean, no they can take any method, but, I mean, basically it's just like that ain't nothing but guilt. Okay, what about uh, Trump cutting off these food stamps? I put that on Facebook today, though. <laughs> I was heated about that. But these food stamps, they they cutting off, and, and they're blaming it on due to a good economy. Everybody can go get a job now, so they're going to cut these food stamps unless they really, truly need it, and they got to be almost down and out almost. But you just can't be hungry, though. <laughs> and I wrote on Facebook, and because of the good economy, uh, the, the what you call it, the price of the food didn't go down, and nobody didn't get no raises because of a good economy. <laughs> so I don't understand why they're taking the food stamps away. And... I think they think mainly a lot of black people use food stamps, and there are some, but uh, there's more white people on food stamps than us. What do you think about that? Well, the hillbillies, the hillbillies, they actually see in their true Trump and everything when they're in the uh, line for the food uh, for the uh, soup line and everything. But he's got it as to where, remember how they used to have, I guess, the state or county or whoever had a waiver saying that there are no jobs here? He's going to make them people, he's going to make them people who don't have jobs just move around. (sighs) I don't agree with it. I I, I agree that no no Americans should go hungry. I I don't agree with that. I I didn't agree when he stopped the... uh, the food trucks, what was it, the food trucks that was going around feeding people? Uh-huh. It was a food trucks, but I forgot what it was called. They were doing that. Uh, the kids that got free lunches in school, they stopped that. You know, this this administration rules are cruel, or I mean, very cruel. And I, and I know karma... Always comes around to get somebody. Well, he's looking at money. He's looking at $5 billion. Yeah, but he, okay, so where is the money going to go to? Him? His wall, of course. 
Yeah, but they ain't even building the wall, even though they say they are. That's another. Well, the, well, then it may be going toward Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's crypts and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> ah, let me go to the next one. Uh, Congress. Oh, wait a minute. This is another one right here. Texas Temple Police in Temple, Texas, outside of Fort Hood, reportedly killed a black man, Michael Dean. He made a rolling stop at a stop sign. He was unarmed. Police have reported no struggle or sudden movement. Family demands to see body cam or dash cam footage. Dean was 28, father of three girls. He stocked auto parts for a living. He was shot in the head. It happened on Monday of this week. Family wasn't told until 1.30 a.m., and he was pronounced dead already at 8.20 p.m. See how long they staggered that out before they told the family? Mm-hmm. Uh your opinion on this craziness that's going on? They're going to have to try to justify that. I mean, basically, it wasn't a stop and frisk. What was it? I mean, you're not going to know until you see the footage, until I see the footage. And um, basically, I don't see any uh, um, justification for a rolling stop. Okay, they could even win in a high speed pursuit, but getting still a rolling stop. Come on, now. they got the license plate number. They know where to where to find the person, so that's not really endangering anybody's life. Yeah, I the way the way I feel about it, I feel like it's just open season on black men. Yeah, it is, and, and black women. Yeah, black, black and brown people, really. Uh, yeah, well, you remember Sandra Bland, how they went and, how the man went and, how she killed herself, well, how she died mysteriously in jail and after a traffic stop. I think because if I didn't have a disabled vet on my license plate, I would have been shot. Already. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. And plus, I got Dallas Cowboy, uh, Plates in the front. <laughs> okay. Now, I think you're supposed to have two plates, aren't you? Or is that that's yeah. a, that's the old one? Well, well, here I got two plates. Well, you know, I live I live in Texas too. I think it's a state. It'd be a state rule, not a city rule. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it, I, got, I think there's a new one because I got mine like two years ago. Uh-huh. I think it's a new rule. You can have one plate now. I'm not going to try it because some of the pe- some of the police probably didn't get the memo. I don't want them stopping me. Yeah, they ain't stopped me. And I've been down here since 2015. I've been rolling like that since then. Okay, well, hopefully I won't see you on the news. Uh, you ain't going to see me because <laughs> I can't do too much. I can't get out of beat nobody. <laughs> Yes, sir. And when I do get out, I'll be like, sir, it's going to take a minute now. See, I can't just jump out. <laughs> I got these steel knees and all these 
all these ligaments and uh, tendons are still jacked up. I can't just give up. Oh, they'll make you walk the line no matter what. Oh, they can make me walk the line, but I'm going to need a cane. Just <laughs> keep my walker in the car, though. <laughs> okay. What do you think of the Democratic race now? Joe calling folks liars? Kamala? That was a damn liar. Yeah, well, I didn't want to say it the real way. Kamala oh, okay. the race. Buddhist uh-huh. can't get no black vote. Who are you with, LP, in this in this uh, Democratic uh, race? And I, I, you know, they got like uh, Cory Booker said, they got more billionaires in the race than black people. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so how they do. You, who do you like? I still like Amy Klobuchar, but I I'll go for Joe Biden between Joe Biden and her. I feel like that dude when that, that old dude said Joe was too old. I just way I feel. I, I'm like, I want my president a little chipper. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we we're going with someone who can beat Trump. And it don't, it don't matter to me because in the end, if y'all pick if y'all pick uh a Buttigieg or anybody else, I'm still voting for these guys. But I'm just saying, I know who I personally want. I, I like Warren because of the different policies she set out. She just can't figure out how we're going to get that free uh, free uh, health care for everybody. Well, see, she going to pay for it. With Joe, he had his, he had his dose of cultural diversity uh, for eight years with Obama. Okay. The, the the this Medicare for all uh, that that uh, you have to see how you're going to fund it. Yeah, I agree. And I I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like you. Anybody that can beat Trump, if if Buttigieg can beat Trump, if uh, Amy Klobuchar can beat Trump, if Cory Booker could be, if anybody could, even Lori, if you was running this, if you could be Trump, I'd be. Now everybody know. Now everybody know my name. Thanks. Yeah. It ain't like I said your last name. Okay. Lori Jeter. Okay. Whatever. You good now? now? Yeah, I'll be getting with you later on. (laughs) Only they're gonna be like what? Lori Dita, ain't that his last name? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, after the shooting in Pensacola Navy Station, there was another one in Pearl Harbor, right? The same week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, these thoughts and prayers. I put it on Facebook, and I'm just going to tell you what happened. I put thoughts and prayers on Facebook, and all I did was put thoughts and prayers because that's all they say all the time. I said, really? I put question marks. So my boy, who's really religious, come on in and say, ain't nothing wrong with thoughts. And, and see, I'm not too religious. I almost cussed him out. Like, I ain't talking about that. You know what I'm saying? I was referring to what these public officials always say as an excuse for all these shootings and never really 
taking charge of the fact that, you know, you have the power to change some of these gun control laws. Mm-hmm. Hearing thoughts and prayers, they were saying that when Obama was in and uh, and the kids got shot at that school. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers ain't helping us along with this situation that's been going on more than a couple of decades. So when I wrote it on there, he he's talking about, you know, you, I believe in God and all. Dude, this ain't what it's about. That ain't why I said it. I said if you knew about anything about politics, you would understand what I said. And he still said he knew about politics. Well, obviously you don't because our friends were about five bishops and 20 preachers, and ain't nobody else said nothing else. They knew what I was talking about. <laughs> so uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, yeah. you just got new two years ago in the church. Calm your holy ass down. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't because I wanted to be Christianly. Uh-huh. So what do you think about them saying these thoughts and prayers after all these shootings and nothing ever gets done? And now we're finding out that uh, he may have been a terrorist. He was with uh-huh. the Royal Saudi Air Force. He was 21 years old. Mohammed Asharami. He killed uh-huh. three people and wounded eight. What do you think about this situation that happened in Pensacola? I was more concerned about Trump's reaction. Uh, Trump went and said the Saudi uh, uh, king was going to take care of everything. I guess he thinks that the man's going to fork over some money. And uh, how he was not concerned about he's just throwing everything to the Saudis and everything. And you need to go ahead and examine your betting uh, practices and everything. He 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 might have he might have got rationalized here, radicalized here, but basically I don't know. But you need you need to look into this. You remember when we was in the service? I know uh-huh. that uh, people from other countries would come and go to school. Yeah, I worked at the Command and General Staff College. Okay, did you know? And I knew when I worked on Fort Benning, a lot of those. Uh, soldiers from Mexico, from South America, would matter of fact, uh, what's his name? Hussein, uh, what's his name? Uh, the one in uh, Iraq, he came to Fort Benning and studied. Uh-huh. And so did uh, the dude that was in charge down in Panama before they put him in jail. He had uh-huh. came and studied at Fort Benning. So a lot of different people from other countries that turned out to be leaders and corrupt came and studied in the United States under our military, learning military, you know, uh, different, uh-huh. our different um, uh, rules, regulations, customs, and maneuvers and different on different equipment and all that. So, uh-huh. I mean, you, you never know who's coming over here. I mean, you can vet them and vet them. Should we stop having our foreign, our foreign allies, so-called allies, and soldiers uh-huh. come over and train over here in the United States? Should we stop that? No. I mean, one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch. But if we get 
if we get uh, uh, more or whatever, hey, we got to we got to put this one. We got to postpone this or just put a halt to it. Or either we go over there and train them in their own their own country. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, as long as they got ordered to go over there, they would. Yeah, we but do. I mean, we, got, we do got people that go over and train uh, other soldiers, uh-huh. and you know, our allies. We go over and train them in other countries. I mean, it just would be more money TDY. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A whole lot more I, money. I guess that these other countries are paying for them to stay over in the United States or whatever. But basically, is I, I say unless they, I mean, if they get another one or whatever, uh, or they see a pattern of these things, they can go ahead and they can uh, uh, put a, a halt on it right now until they find out a good way to vet most of these people. Yeah, I don't even see how you could vet him. I really don't. Because he, he was already in the Air Force over there, so, I mean, Hell, you would think you got is it place nobody off the street and said, "Come on, man, you you gonna be in there?" You know what I mean? I'm sure he had to get trained a little bit over there, mm-hmm. embedded over there a little bit. Yeah, but this has been happening for years, and we haven't had it like this before. Well, we never had. We hardly had any anybody in the military do anything like. I mean, there was killers, of course. There's been shootings in the military before, but it wasn't terrorism. You know what I mean? Well, it was. It was that one. Uh, uh, that one major. I guess his name was Hassan or whatever in Fort. Uh, uh, what in Texas, here. Yeah, Fort Hood. I know, but he was yeah. part of. He didn't come over from the country. He was already here. Yeah. He was a. He was a terrorist, homegrown terrorist that probably been. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. he was already in our service. I'm talking about the people that don't even live here that come over here to train and all that might need to change. You know, we might need to change the way we do it, like you said. Yeah, we need to do something because this, this will not do. I mean, one soldier dying is one too many. You ain't kidding over something like that. The next one, uh-huh. the next one, Trump cuts NATO trip short after Trudeau or Nelson Macron laughed on him on a on a video open mic <laughs> and Trump called Trudeau two-faced. What do you think of that craziness? It's not like little kids like they did on Saturday night, the little kids at the lunchroom. Yeah, but you forgot Boris was in there too. And all of them, well, all of them, okay, basically, you remember last year when Trump went and said all them people were laughing with him? Now he had a dose of reality. They All them people are laughing at him. And remember he said at the very beginning, America's being laughed at? Yeah, because I, I yeah, he's making a scene because we're so divided and everything. No, it, we're not being laughed at. He's being laughed at. Yeah, and I guess he's he, he's probably going to raise their tariffs and everything. He already said it uh, for those people who weren't paying and everything. Why is he all in their business? He's raising the tariffs now for uh for France. Uh huh. 
Oh yeah, he wanted to do that. But uh, when he went and said at that, uh, when he was saying, "Well, I guess I'm going home early or whatever," it made it seem like he going to take his ball and uh, they can't play ball no more or whatever. And it's just like, really, I guess that them people were not going ahead, them leaders were not going to go ahead and bow down to him like uh, the leader of Ukraine because they're not scared of him. They stood up to him. Yeah. And, the and he didn't like that. Ukraine is new, and he he wasn't even in politics before. So, And he needed that, you know, you, you treat somebody nice when they owe you the money. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I ain't trying to make this mug mad. I, I got to get my $20. Then I'll call that mug. You know, I'll, call, I'll cuss them out. I got to get my money. <laughs> yeah. Get my money. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the other countries were not scared. I'm glad that he finally seen that. But he's still a separatist. I mean, he didn't want to be bothered by them people anyway. He thought they were his friends. But it was a dose of reality. You're stupid. He's a fake and a fraud and a part-time broad. You always say that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said you always say that. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. And the music is coming on to let us know what we done did 30. Okay. I want to say thank you, LP for calling me or answering the phone so I can get you on here. Uh, I don't know what's wrong. I've I got to report it to blog talk once I get off. I do not okay. know what's wrong. Because i got a couple shows coming up next year with some singers and a couple of uh, – this one girl from Ohio, I had – I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to let you go. This one girl from Ohio, she sings. So I heard one of her songs, and they were – you know, this sounds good. So I called, I had hit her up on Facebook and said, hey, I'd lo- I love for you to be on my show. And she said, well, Taz, I don't know because right now I'm going through a change and I'm getting ready to get in the church and I don't do that music no more. So I said, but you can still do music, right? I told you, you mm-hmm. can still do music. Just have it reflect, you know, how you feel in your life, you know? So yeah. She ain't say nothing. Trying to find out she dropped the album this year, and that song sounds so good. I like, and she sing. It's not like where you go, you listen to it and just automatically say that's a church song. She's doing the same kind of music, but she changed the lyrics. Yeah. And she's got a song called I'm Good, talking about God's good and I'm good. And I didn't know I could find somebody that would love me back and care about me. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling this song for real. So I had told her that. I felt like I have a little part in motivating her to, you know, do her music again. So I hit her up again this time and said, look, you're going to be on the show for real this time. Ain't no getting (laughs) out of it. And she said, yeah, she's about 30-something. She lives in. Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, so, and just got married, too. So, I'm really happy for her. Oh, yeah. God bless her. Thank you, LP, for calling in. Okay, well, no problem. Hi, love. Yeah, and uh, 
Donna, like I said, Donna had her thing she had to go to with her father. Uh, normally, Eve, sometimes she'd be in church. So you know how to, you know how them uh, sanctified folks at church all day long. Bless their heart. <laughs> you take care, LP. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.